as a teen, I wanted to have a place of my own, to have freedom. I wanted to come and go when I pleased, like my parents did. And I wanted to go to bed when I pleased, like my parents did. You know, I wanted to be an adult. Did my parents really mean it when they told me that adulthood was not all it was cracked up to be? I mean, it sounded pretty wonderful to me. Well, I soon found out that the freedom I thought was out there came with a lot of responsibility. Well, I could come and go as I pleased to classes and to work. And I could go to bed when I pleased. Well, I actually pleased to do so at eight or nine. And yes, even on a Saturday night. So I looked forward to going back home, actually, especially at Christmas. And I looked forward to being back in my room because it was still decorated with my childhood decorations. My mom enjoyed making the house warm and welcoming for my arrival. God's children wanted their freedom too. And they too questioned if what God said was really what he meant to say. When they left Eden, they found out quickly that life out there was what God was trying to keep them from experiencing. Ever since Adam and Eve left Eden, at the very core of God's plan for Christmas is his desire for us to be back home in heaven with him. To bring us home. Today is part four and the final of the series of the best Christmas ever. To bring us home. Transitions are exhausting. So many things change, you end up feeling lost. You can find yourself questioning your relevance and even your worth. Whether you're gaining a new surname or going to a new situation, there are two things I want you to know. First, your roles in life will change, but your purpose is eternal. Second, God has a plan for your life. And the enemy has a plot against that plan. I'm Sherry Fletcher, and this is Your Spiritual Game Plan, the podcast for those in a season of transition. And I'm so glad you're here. Stick around and let's work on a spiritual game plan together. Being home for Christmas, it's at the heart of the season. We sing about it in our songs. Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays. Or we sing, I'll be home for Christmas. If you stop for a moment and think about being home for the holidays, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Is it a meal? Is it a scent? Is it a sound? Is it a scene? When I was in college, I couldn't wait to get home for Christmas. I loved the comfort of my bed and hearing the bustle of mom working in the kitchen. I liked going to bed, listening to my dad, playing the guitar and singing. I still do when he visits us. It was all the familiar sounds and smells and the tastes of mom's traditional recipes that I looked forward to when I was younger. 
Now, as a parent myself, I love having my kids come home. Last year, when we moved from Washington to Tennessee, I worked around the clock to have our home and their rooms ready. I picked special decorations for their rooms and I looked for their items from their childhood. My daughter had an old teddy bear named Peace. And one of my sons had a Santa in a Mariner hat, placing a baseball in the sleeping boy's glove, a little figurine that he had on his desk. And my other son, he had a clock that would play a Christmas song on the hour and the half hour. And I put candles in their rooms and little poinsettias and Christmas night lights and a couple storybooks. And I bought special little Christmas blankets to put at the foot of their bed. And a few, as my daughter called them when she were, was little, crack nuts, AKA nutcrackers. I even put Christmas towels in their bathroom with the Christmas scented hand soaps and body washes so that my children could smell like winter candy apple. And I couldn't wait. Finally, the day came when we headed to the airport to get them. I couldn't wait to hug them and show them our new place that I had prepared for them to come home. I'm sure you know where I'm headed with this analogy. In the book of John, we are told that God is doing the same thing for us. John 14, two and three says that my father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you so that you can be with me always where I am. God wants us to be always with him, where he is, where we belong, at home. I believe that the rooms will be prepared with each of us in mind, just like I did for each of my kids. All the rooms will be different and they will be home. If you're an artist, I like to think your room is going to be equipped for you for all your art. If you're a musician, I think your room will have instruments in it for you to play. I think I'll have a writing desk. And you know what? I know I'm going to have a violin because I've always wanted to play the violin and have act and have people actually like to listen to it. If you're a cook, oh man, you're going to have the finest ingredients at your fingertips. We will hear angels singing, our loved ones conversing, animals playing, birds chirping. We will smell amazing fragrances, tropical fragrances, evergreen fragrances, spices, and many that we have never smelled before. And best of all, we will hear our Father calling us to come to the table for the feast. He is preparing this for us right now. And we will have a true Christmas, a communion with the anointed one. We will hold those that we have lost, be with family we have never met, and our bodies will be made new. We will meet people who prayed intercessory prayers on our behalf. 
We will meet the angels that God sent and we will hear their stories. We will be able to thank those who changed our lives and we will be thanked by those whose lives we have changed. It will truly be the best Christmas ever. It is my prayer that these four special Christmas podcast episodes that we have shared together have given you hope and peace about God's plan. These past two years have been like nothing we've ever experienced before, but 2022 is around the corner. It holds promise. It holds something new. It also holds uncertainty, but we can have peace knowing that we are treasured, that God is with us. He gave us the gift of life so that death could not keep us from coming home. The best Christmas ever has been his plan all along. Father, I pray that you will turn our hearts towards you as Christmas approaches. Let us not get caught up in the hustle and bustle of the season and miss the chance to celebrate the gifts of hope and peace and joy and love that you sent to us on that first Christmas. Thank you, Father, for your treasured gift. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Spiritual Game Plan. I'd love to have you join my email subscribers so that we can keep connected. When you join, you'll receive the five steps to start your spiritual game plan. It's a free mini course that will help you discover how to find your relevance and worth in seasons of transition. This will be my last podcast until February. And when I return, the podcast will be audio only. I would like to wish your family a very Merry Christmas and a wonderful new year. I'll be back in February.